0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have been waiting to interview this actress for at least a year. I've been looking all over for her, and I finally got her on my show. It is Kathleen Kinmont, and she is best known as Kelly Meeker in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Hey, Kathleen, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Scotty. Thank you. What a cool intro.
0: Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on. Um like I said, I've been waiting for so long to have you on and your character is one of my favorite in the franchise and your death scene is definitely uh you know my favorite of the franchise. Um I absolutely love it. It always gives me chills every single time I watch the movie.
1: Are you serious? That death yeah. scene is your favorite of it the is. Franchise? That's a very, that's a huge compliment. Thank yes, you. Yes. And I think a lot reason of death for that.
0: To from. <laughs> a reason for that though is because when I was younger, um, that's when I started watching horror movies. My first horror movie was Friday uh, the 13th, part seven, and then I watched all the Friday the 13ths and then I went into all the Halloweens. And um, I was maybe like six or seven. And uh when I saw your death scene, that one was probably the one that affected me out of all of the death scenes I've seen. It affected me the most. And I think it has to do with the music and Michael Myers standing up and your acting ability and just the fact that like he just gets the, um, you know, the uh, shotgun and shoves it up, you know, and you go to the wall. It's just amazing. I can't I can't wait till we get to that question. But to start out more basic, uh, how did you get your start into acting?
1: Well, my mother's an actress or was an actress. She just uh, left us last November, but she was an actor for many, many years before I came along and I was actually born on a tv show that she was uh doing the joey bishop show nice and uh so it was always around me i think it was like a like a family business and she showed me uh what it looked like and and how she responded to uh the calls and and her career was an influence and and i think it was really it had a lot to do with her and plus i just I I I like performing. I like uh, I like being on stage. I like it when people watch, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know I think you have to kind of have some of that in you. I mean I know a lot of actors are shy people, and, and there's a part of me that's very private. I would say, but I I also feel like uh, it's, it's it's a real opportunity to explore the human condition mm-hmm. on another deeper level, and psychologically it's been such an incredible journey to be an actor for so long and mm-hmm. get to play so many different parts and delve into so many different character minds absolutely so, yeah it's been it's been I've been very very lucky I've been uh, really, and I'm super grateful for all the different um right. things and, and avenues that, that brought me into this world and and I appreciate it and I uh, I just want to keep working.
0: (laughs) Definitely. And I mean, Halloween obviously is like this iconic franchise. You know what I mean? And I don't really think many people knew that Halloween 4 was going to do so good, even though they advertised with the subtitle being The Return of Michael Myers, just because a lot of people were turned off by Halloween 3, just because, you know, there wasn't any Michael Myers. But also on the flip side of that, a lot of people might have been coming back just to see how was he being brought back. And, uh, like your character, um, she was definitely a villainess to an extent. Like she, she, she wanted Brady and Brady was with Rachel, obviously. And, uh, and I mean, I, am not going to lie. I absolutely love the cops do it by the book, uh, nightgown as well. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I do like <laughs> I, I always every time I see that I'm like, I freaking love that nightgown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Makeshift nightgown, right? Yes. <laughs> I do sell those and they they sell like hotcakes at, nice. at conventions. And yeah, that was kind of a, a really fun um it, it gave her a little bit of a of an irony and, and sense mm-hmm. of humor because that yeah. character, I mean, from the very get-go, her opening line was just such a shutdown. <laughs> And just, a you know, such a yeah. massive smack down to some kid who was just learning yeah. how to try, really. Yeah. It wasn't even like he had any game at all. He was just like, I was want to get in the water. And I was yeah. like a shark that's just like, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> even no chance whatsoever. So yeah. I really, um, in that, you know, it really established who that character was. Right. She, she was harsh absolutely Uh, but you know like a shark you we need Mm -hmm. them for our um for our uh microbiology (laughs) without (laughs) them it's it's not the same ecosystem
0: (laughs) absolutely um so what was your audition like for halloween for the return of michael myers
1: it was pretty straightforward. I, I believe Dwight was in the room, and Dwight Little, our director, and uh, I believe some producers, possibly. It was quite a long time ago, so it's hard to really remember. There was right. It was at a time when I was just going on so many auditions, too. Was, right. I was a young kid, and and that's really where, you know, the world is your oyster, and, you know, kind of like this ingenue thing, and... Uh, Ingenuity, is that a word? I don't
0: know. What is now?
1: <laughs> it sounds like something you would get at the candy aisle in the, at the theater, right? I'll have some of the ingenuities, the sour ones. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she, um, it, it, it was easy. It was an easy audition, I remember. I don't remember going back maybe more than once or mm-hmm. twice. And I think I got it pretty, pretty quickly. And what was really neat is that Sasha Jensen, who got cast as Brady, Mm -hmm. he and I already knew each other from school, Nice, which which was really great because when we got to Utah, it was like, oh my God, you know, it was one of those really fun, like, I had no idea. And, And then it's like, oh my god you're gonna be Brady because he took my best friend to prom I mean we were just pals that's awesome and it was like oh okay so cool I gotta make out with you (laughs) it's
0: it's funny it's funny when you say it out loud but it is part of the job like oh we're gonna you ready to go practice to make out you know (laughs)
1: yeah yeah you, there's there's a, um it, it's a totally a natural experience yeah. and it's very hard on relationships because mm-hmm. of that because people have to have a uh a superhuman or metahuman amount of trust mm-hmm. and um and I did have a boyfriend at the time and you know it was like but you also want to have a You know, like any other thing you would rehearse Mm -hmm. and you want it to look good and you want it and you want your body to be comfortable in that. Mm -hmm. You know, if we got to the set and we were all giggle fest because we hadn't quite gotten to a place where it was like, okay, so we're comfortable in this. Like if Mm -hmm. you were, if you had to do a a ballroom dance scene or a fight Mm -hmm. sequence or anything else that required, I mean, love scenes are just as. Uh, you know formulaic or or technical really like anything else like like you would like the death scene that I did yeah you know and and you've got to have some you know, wrap your brain around it first so that you can mm-hmm. get into it so you know what you're prepared for. And I think that love scenes like that are, because they're so intimate and and raw and, and people are in a vulnerable situation, not just with each other, but in their own bodies and all these people around. And it's totally surreal. Um, you want to feel like you can really just trust your partner. That's so nice. you know where hand placement is going to go and you're like already okay with that. So you're right. not calling cut in the middle of something when it took like 20 minutes to set up the shot. Mm-hmm. You know, directors hate that when actors call cut. Yep. Lesson, <laughs> <in>, folks. <laughs> well, you know, just a tip because yeah. you, got, you got, I mean, they're looking for the real, real stuff. And sometimes, you know, they want the spontaneity to happen as well. But mm-hmm. in those things, you, you want to be trusting.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like, like you said, they're setting up the shot, which could take in, you know, at least 20 minutes, you know, to set that up. So or longer or longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, So having the, you know, like you said, call cut, like that is that that isn't right, like because it will, and it could end up like you know, make, making everything not go the way it should. It could end
1: right, and then it yeah. creates more stress on the set, which clams everyone yeah. up, especially the actor. And you just don't yeah. want to be that. You don't want to have right. that clammed up feeling. You don't want mm-hmm. to be so self conscious that now I'm, I'm in a flop sweat, and everyone's looking at right. me. You know, you have to go away from all of that yeah. and just be so loosey goosey yeah. in yeah. your flesh bag.
0: absolutely (laughs) so about your death scene obviously as i mentioned is my favorite death scene in the entire franchise i absolutely love it and the thing is like it's a bloodless death scene but it's so impactful so how was this death scene filmed and prepped
1: it was quite uh a brilliant uh piece of engineering actually and i have and then intense amount of respect for uh, stunt people, stunt coordinators, the the technical things that they do to make things look realistic but also keep the actor safe Mm -hmm. um, or the stunt human safe that's doing the um, stand stepping in but it was all me for this and I before I got into costume they put me in a harness. The harness had a wire that went up um, out of the back of the flannel shirt that I was wearing. So there was a hole in the flannel shirt right at the yeah. back and a, a zip wire. Uh, they had a hole drilled into the doorway, into the door that I was sy- swinging on. And they placed a like a 10-speed bike seat drilled that into the door they had took full measurements of my body before all this my leg height you know where where it would be comfortable enough for me to get up on it because they wanted my legs dangling my feet dangling right because right? yeah. i was just i was you know sh- impaled and lifted yep right i mean yep. he like it was a boom boom Yep. my arms <laughs> <laughs> to play Michael
0: Myers. (laughs) Talk about
1: gender bender. Um, (laughs) So so they had me get up on this thing, on this seat which was not very comfortable. And they took the apple boxes away from my feet. They're like, okay, you ready? But because they had me with a wire, I was lifted a little bit. So it wasn't just all of my weight on the bike seat, which you know, I was uncomfortable, but so they had me lifted, but it was still gonna be like me coming up into frame, right? So they were pulling me. Um, and I think they had maybe a little bit of something Maybe like a pad on the door, too, to to break the, the, you know, the hit on my head in case I I happen to smash my head. Yeah. I never hit my head. That's good. I think I was always just really aware of it, too. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I, the only thing I remember that was super uncomfortable was after doing this a few times, we did a series so that you don't have, you don't yell cut and have to keep, you know, resetting and marking. Mm-hmm. Just doing a series of them uh, saves time so you know by the end of like the fifth one my guts and kidneys and bladder and everything that's like you know an internal Mm -hmm. intestine was just getting squeezed and cut off and you know and I'm breathing heavy and you know you're getting into it so by the end of it I was just like I was just like wrong you know so so when they took me off all everything filled up with my natural oh. body.
0: <laughs> oh my God. And I
1: kind of just went into like an internal cramp Oof. for about a minute and a half. So it was a little shocking. I was like, what's going on? You know, it was just like, <laughs> like your, your bladder is filling. <laughs> it was something stupid. <laughs> I <Like> think <you, like laughs> we're laughing, you know, not laughing, but it was like, it wasn't really like, I felt like I was having a heart attack, but I was fine, <laughs> you know it was probably just all the the adrenaline too you know it was it was real so so yeah what you got to see on film was really um a human going through some physical condition wow as well
0: were you nervous at all to use that harness or to perform the stunts for your death scene
1: i'm sorry say that again
0: Were you nervous uh, to perform the stunts for your death scene and using the harness and all that?
1: Oh, uh, no. No, I was not. Because these people that were uh, working on this film were top-notch and um, capable. And it wasn't like I was dealing with fire or, you know, it was all... Things like this are done by the numbers and they, you know... Everything is talked about and dealt with. If mm-hmm. if it if it hadn't been, if I hadn't been so informed and so felt like the logistics of this thing were really, really thought out and mm-hmm. it was all safe and there was people around me and they were ready to take me down whenever it was too much. I wasn't dangling from a roof or anything. Not like Danielle and Rachel.
0: Oh my God, I know. I mean, oh
1: I mean God. Ellie. Ellie yeah. calling her character. Oh name. But yeah, Danielle and Ellie had some really intense stuff up on that yeah. roof. And uh yeah, that was a lot. You That's know, and true. I think and Danielle of course had a stunt double, but I think the stunt double even slipped it or, or Danielle said there was a few things, but nobody got hurt nobody yeah. got there were no real injuries or anything there's always kind of like a bump or a scrape but right you know our bladder filling up too fast <laughs>
0: that's awesome though and uh i i mean like i said i love that death scene and i, I mean it's about 10 days or so away till October and Halloween season starting up, which is so exciting that I didn't just get you on my show, but I got you this close to October and AMC Fear Fest is starting up as my, that's my time of year. And I work from home now because of the pandemic and everything. So I'm so excited to actually be able to be here and watch AMC Fear Fest all day long. And <laughs> it's it's going to be so much fun. And uh, are and, you doing um, that
1: while you're working? I or? do it while I work. Yes. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> yeah. cool.
0: I'm a great multitasker, but yes, I, I do that while I work. And um, and uh, I know that um, I believe uh, October 2nd, I want to say, it, that's Saturday. I think that's the second. is a Halloween marathon. So I'm so excited. Awesome. <laughs> so
1: excited. We'll have to tune in too and check it yes, out.
0: Absolutely. So, well, you know, um, women have
1: been multitasking to soap operas forever. So, yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely. I, I Hey, I watch Days of Our Lives. No shame here. <laughs>
1: thank god for tv it's really yep. become our buddy and yep. our our peace of mind and, yep. and yeah it's it's, exactly. uh, it's more than entertainment these days I, I
0: even like when i was when we were at the office i'm a senior web developer for the coast guard so um when oh, i wow. like when i was at the office like i would have to listen to my podcast with, like from my phone like put the earbuds in and that because i can't uh i can't Work and be functional if I don't have some type of background noise. Like, I need that yeah. background noise. Cause so if I'm just there and there's nothing I'm listening to, I just feel unmotivated and everything. So, whether it's TV or if I'm at the office or whatever, and I have like, you know, earbuds or something in, listen to a podcast like that. My
1: boyfriend's yeah. the same way. Yeah. yeah. And he's a very creative, productive human. Yeah. That's, that's
0: like, how, that's how I am. Well, so, yeah.
1: yeah. And it's just kind of, uh, you know, the, the music mm-hmm. soothes the savage beast. Yep. And it it helps kind of ground and mm-hmm. and keep the keep the chatter down in the yep. brain maybe. As well. Yep. That was yeah. my juice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and kind uh, of keep the uh the, like trying the to keep the wine. chatter
1: down by knocking yep. over my juice. Thank God it still had its. thing on. <laughs> Nothing like a little lemon ginger cayenne to keep nice. the keep nice. the day happening.
0: Exactly. So, when you first got the script for Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers, like, what were your initial thoughts and reactions to it?
1: Wow, this is going to be really scary. Um, especially starting with that Loomis scene. Yeah. In the ambulance, I was like, "Oh, this is going to be radical." Mm -hmm. Because. yeah, that it's just I just knew that also because Danielle was a child, mm-hmm. and that and a girl, mm-hmm. the whole psychology of that takes it to a level of such vulnerability. Yeah, that. We are so afraid for her. Yeah. And it reminds us of our vulnerability yeah. too. And and because, because Halloween is not a fantastical monster, it's not a sci-fi. Right. This is a very, very sick human.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who has an agenda
0: mm-hmm.
1: and addresses? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and that's the thing that really really makes it scary.
0: That's what makes it scary because you have this man that is stalking, especially like starting with the first one and it continues on, where he's like stalking these normal people in a normal suburban type of town, you know, where it could be anybody's town and he's stalking these people before he kills them. That's what makes it scary. It's not the jump scares or the kills or the blood It's the fact that you have this crazy maniac. That's so evil and literally is wearing a mask and is going around stalking babysitters or people and then killing them.
1: (laughs) And, and the reason and why that's so scary is because it's so legit a possibility yeah we have that in this earth and and they come in many many forms Mm -hmm. and it's um it just it makes us all you know i hope Mm -hmm. uh really aware yeah i think that now because of of threats from all over i mean i've i've got homeless people in in our neighborhood Mm -hmm that are so batshit crazy Mm -hmm. and not just a danger to themselves but to others because of their desperate drug addictions and and mania and and Mm -hmm. sickness so you kind of like it it takes it to another level of fear yeah Yeah. Uh, and that's that's when i to so to answer your question for me that Those are those are things that really freak me out. I'm not afraid of Godzilla. You know, I'm not afraid of (laughs) I'm not afraid of like the incredible Hulk or what, you know, like I I get it. Like all those things are fun and and you know they're but it's it's the real things, the the people that that go out there that stalk humans and and hurt them Mm -hmm. and and a child is you know that's our future we're supposed yeah. to protect them so so when it was like this little girl like, oh, this is gonna be right. this is gonna be good
0: yeah this, absolutely this scary
1: movie, they're gonna hit hit all the formula properly and dwight because he's so creative and such a wonderful director and and so wonderful he was so great with all of us yeah. he gave us such freedom and and support and uh encouragement <clears throat> He, he really knew how to set up the whole movie because he did his homework on what the hollowed Eve was about, you know, yeah. and showed all those really great stills of, of that, you know, the, the crops and the, yeah. just something about, there's a, you know, a starkness to that. Yeah. So he, and he kept that in line with the whole film. You know, it was we filmed in winter. There were no leaves on the trees that mm-hmm. everything looked really, really great. The, the environment was perfect. Awesome. So and, and when I found out we were going to shoot in Salt Lake, I was like, oh, great. They've got the great <laughs> houses. Everything's nice. going to look killer.
0: Nice. That's awesome. So what was it like working with Ellie Cornell and Donald Pleasant and all that? And Daniel
1: Harris. Well, everyone could not have been more lovely and mm-hmm. kind and supportive of each other. We all just had a really good time. I mean, Donald Pleasance was obviously the older British actor mm-hmm. who was really like, ooh, the actor's on set. You know, we were always like
0: <laughs> and we
1: were all kids, especially with Danielle. I mean, at the end of the day, every day we'd go back to our hotel, we go swimming in this amazing indoor swimming pool, nice. which was just a blast. Nice. So that was great. We would get mm-hmm. a lot of our, you know, our kidness out. Mm-hmm. And we played with Danielle, and I swam with Danielle like every day. And we have nice. great memories of that. She was nine, 10 years old, and um. You know, she was just a lovely kid, and she wanted to she needed to play, too. Nice. So, uh, and then when Donald Pleasance was around, it was like, ooh, should we ask him some ask actor questions?" <laughs> and you know because oh, yeah. we were all we were all pretty green. and yeah. but um, but I think uh, Dwight tapped into that, and he kept all of us very relaxed yeah and comfortable nobody treated us like we were the young actors right and donald pleasance was the actor you know it was, exactly. nobody was ever pandered or pandered to and everybody I, it felt just like a very happy excited joyful set that we had something that was gonna be good you know yeah regardless whether like oh we're going to save the franchise Mm -hmm. nobody was thinking about that everyone was just like let's just do a really good halloween movie
0: absolutely and obviously it worked because you know the timeline could you know you know kept going on up until part six so you got two more movies with this timeline which is amazing and i mean this timeline there's a lot of controversy especially when it gets into parts five and six but i think this timeline is my favorite i absolutely love four five and six four is absolutely my favorite sequel um i and i believe if i'm not mistaken you are actually my only interview from part four so far um oh. but which is exciting i have like i guess i told you before we started recording i have sasha jensen on uh coming up on uh, next month so i'm excited about that but uh, and he's
1: marvelous I yeah i'm excited him. great yeah, and
0: uh i know that uh yeah i know that um i i absolutely love four and five and i even love six but uh four is definitely my favorite and the ending is such a shock factor with uh you know daniel harris's jamie you know dresses a little boy michael myers as a clown with the scissors after you know stabbing her stepmom like it really is a it's a it's from the movie from start to finish is amazing like even from the beginning when the m um, the emts are killed like by michael like i absolutely loved that it was so creepy it was it was done well like it was great and yeah. absolutely a phenomenal job for all the actors the director everybody involved sfx and all that because they all did an amazing amazing movie
1: i agree and you know the um the prop master who mm-hmm. came up with it who I think the Cops Do It by the Book, that was scripted that I was wearing a Cops Do It by the Book t shirt. Nice. But Bucky, our prop designer Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you remember there was a guy wearing a hard hat Yeah, yeah, he was the
0: one that got electrocuted yes
1: exactly so Bucky kind of got in there in all different areas nice that's awesome (laughs) which is so neat because when you have people that Mm -hmm. are really I mean even down to the props you know Mm -hmm. and I mean it's not I don't even say even down to the props because props are so vital Mm -hmm. they're like a huge component of everything but Like, I'm a a huge Tom Hanks fan, and Castaway is one of my favorites. And the prop guy is the one who came up with the look Mm -hmm. for Wilson. Nice. And that, you think about it, the prop guy created a character for the film that is iconic. I mean, I I hope that ball is in the Smithsonian. I mean, it should be. But things like like that, when you just know that you have certain people within, I mean, everybody, really. Mike Lookenland was our greenskeeper. I don't nice. know if anybody knows that.
0: Bobby Brady, right?
1: Bobby Brady was our <laughs> yep. greenskeeper because he lived yep. in Salt Lake City.
0: Yep. And yep. I couldn't and
1: believe it. And here's but,
0: trivia for people that don't know, but Mike uh, Lookenland, his wife, was uh, the dead waitress in the Penny's gas station
1: oh, no way. Yep, oh, I yep. didn't even know that. I think it was that.
0: Kelly Land. Yep. Yep.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yep. You know, <laughs> when you think like, what am I ever going to get to work with Bobby Brady? And I then know, I was right? on set yeah. and I was like, is that? And it was, and I watched him work nice. and on he, I mean, I'm telling you, there was never a leaf out of place. And those leaves that are blown through those yeah. shots, sometimes they can look so stupid, right? Where it looks like somebody just took a handful and just tossed it into the wind yeah. in the fan <laughs> it like, you know, across the. Yep. And his were like, God, it was an art. Yeah. I was yeah. so impressed. So that's what, and this is Bobby Brady. This is a guy that was an actor. I don't know, 10 years of his yeah. life as a child. And he's like, yeah. no, I still love to be on the set. I still love yeah. to work. I'm got a great life. And I'm, you know, I don't know what he's still doing now, but it was yeah. like that was an amazing moment for me because yeah. I've been crew on shows too. I think yeah. every actor should be a crew. Yeah member doing something and that's what a
0: lot of people don't realize that you, you see the people that are on the screen which you think that they're the reason but there's a whole crew member from the props to the special effects to the hair and makeup to the wardrobe to the gaffer to you know electrical and you know everything in between like visual arts and post-production editing and first director second assistant director and the main director producers craft executive. service you have everything so <laughs> like craft service to exactly. keep you
1: watered and fed and yeah everybody the medic the people yes. the the, the people in accounting, the people that are paying your check, yep, you know, exactly. the people that are taking care of the insurance, all these people are super mm-hmm. vital. And if you don't yep. have a, a respect and a gratitude for your team, yeah, you know, so <clears throat> yep, anyway, exactly. it's good. I agree. I agree yep. that the team always needs to be really, really, yep. it's not just the lead singer of the band.
0: Exactly exactly (laughs) exactly that's a great point so um what was the best part about filming halloween for the return of michael myers and what was the worst
1: Hmm. let's see the best part i would say was getting that line fuck off wade after we had (laughs) already filmed the scripted line which was get lost wade okay so that was what was on the page for the day Mm -hmm. got it and they're like okay moving on Dwight's like hold on wait um he's like Kathleen how would you feel about saying you know for shits and giggles fuck off Wade right I was like I go do I have like two or three minutes to crack up to laugh like get it out of my system first he's like (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So nice. like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah! I'm like, oh yeah, so <laughs> oh yeah, oh Oh my god,
0: I can't believe I going to do
1: this. I had one shot at it, <laughs> nice. and it made the film. Nice and glad. And that was a great moment for me because, just as an actor, just being able to be like, oh, okay, yeah, improv skills. This is really right. what it's all about. Right. Um, and being. And I mean, like, on the fly, camera setup, everyone's ready, you know, can you do it? Can you deliver this curveball? And I did. And I didn't laugh. And I was like, in the same pretty much like, you know, it was more of like, I might have smiled a little bit, but only because I was smiling at myself.
0: So, when When Brady and his friends were laughing, was that real laughter or was that part of what they told them to do as well when you said that?
1: I think that, no, that was, that had already, um, I don't, I can't remember whether, well, either way. It, it might have. Uh, we might have gotten me first, and we might have gotten them second. Yeah, because okay. it did feel like they were really laughing at me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you know, laughs> I I could see it, and and yeah. I think with you saying "fuck off, Wade," it left a bigger imprint of your character that she is this type of bitch compared to saying "get lost, Wade," which I think because if you think about it, not just delivery but the line itself, like it could have like get lost weight i don't think would have done as much justice for your character than the original. well movie. it's
1: the effort scotty and we yep. only get one yep. per um yep. per show like that there's yep. an fda rating that can, doesn't allow us to be all yep. motherfucking shitty you know what i mean you can't be <laughs> yep. all like blue ball bitch all over <laughs> the place you know there's a i don't know if i'm allowed to say this yeah you right. know, I mean, there's like, eh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you know? Right. you don't like that too much. Yeah. I mean, they want kids to come and see the movie so you can only have one. Yeah. So he was like, this was kind of like at the beginning of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Really, I think that was my very first scene of the film or that we shot, actually. Right. I think it was. Right. So, and that helped me too. I was like, oh, you know, if they use it, then I'm like, I got yeah. some street cred now. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was, that was a really great moment. Like I pulled it awesome. off. I didn't, it didn't take me seven times to get mm-hmm. it. And, you know, and even then, if it took seven times to get it, so yeah. what? You get it the seventh time. But I, I felt like, okay, we got it, let's move on. I was like, nice. oh, they use it. So that, that was great. Thing. Least favorite part. Um, oh, you know what I did one day during the <laughs> And this is really, you'll never even see this in the movie. It was just something that I did to kind of get into that freaked out character mode of, you know, sometimes what I would like to do at Disneyland is wait till all, everybody's kind of walked through Haunted Mansion. And then you're kind of like the last person to go and the velvet ropes are still swinging and there's nobody there. So I was like, I wonder if I should go just go check out the set while everybody's at lunch right and i did so i went and and toured the house for like a good 15 scary 20 minutes little um, and i just felt the vibe and i was just kind of conjured up a little bit of
0: that's awesome.
1: You know, Spookville. So that was like, okay, I'm good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I mean, that, that's absolutely awesome. Like, and I mean, imagine being on that set. That would be so much fun. Like, did the environment feel, because you said you filmed in the winter. So did the environment feel like it was Halloween?
1: It did. It did. Nice. It was cold in there. Of course, they have no heat running because they don't want to be turning the heat off and on. The doors are open all the time. So it's yeah. useless. Um, But yeah, it's there's something about being in a house filled with people talking crew lights are on when you go in there everything's off Mm -hmm. and all that energy has dissipated and uh, you and then what I was really doing is just kind of. Like if I was alone and somebody else was in here following me, you know, it, this Ooh. place is just so damn creepy with the stained glass yeah. and and the smoky was still kind of, because we use smoke, so it's still billowing. Nice,
0: nice. That's awesome.
1: I was like, okay, I think I got this. That's <laughs>
0: awesome. <laughs> so the last question I got for you is, uh, do you have any other projects or films in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience, as well as any social media accounts or websites to plug.
1: Yes, I do. Awesome. Uh, well, I've got a, um, a TV show called Phoenix that will be coming out. So look for it. They're still editing. We filmed it during COVID. Uh, I believe there's uh, there's six episodes. And so it will be released on a platform for streaming. Nice. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll stay in touch with you about that to let you okay. know when that's going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah and there's a I, there's another film that I just w- did with Branscombe Richmond the okay. wonderful actor that played Bobby Six Killer on Renegade awesome. with me awesome. and uh, we filmed that in Hawaii it's called Aloha with Love nice. with Tiffany Smith and she's really great and Trevor Donahue that probably will go to a Hallmark uh, platform or something okay. like that because it's a really sweet rom-com Okay. and I also happen to have really handy right here both of my books nice I should have been nicer to Quentin Tarantino and other short stories of epic fails and saves I nice. wrote this That's it's awesome. like a real book
0: yes it is yeah, it's awesome
1: got pictures nice and it's available on uh um amazon audible and kindle i i recorded the audible so that's that's okay. available and uh, that's it's awesome. on my website kathleenkinmont.com also that's my lovely children's book magic and nice. beauty about awesome. the uh, you know it's just about the creation of the world it's not really yeah. thick not like right.
0: the <laughs> right but you but know it's a kid's book magic... too so yeah <laughs> i love that that's so cute
1: Thank so you. The, pic, the, the pictures are really beautiful. I have a wonderful artist, April Ballantyne here. I'll nice. show you some of the beautiful drawings. If, if your kid likes unicorns or Pegasus nice. and horses or both, Absolutely. this is the book for them. I'm cut pretty horse crazy. Awesome. And this, this is a book just like totally about my life and my musings on life. Okay. And every single one of my epic fails and saves. Well, not every one, but 52 of them. <laughs> <laughs> what a week. It could take a whole year reading that.
0: Exactly. You, what else?
1: It, um, I'm in love with Doug Miller. He's amazing. Life is great. My kid nice. is turning 17 in October. That's awesome.
0: Well, happy I'm birthday to water.
1: him. Yeah, sure. Her, she, her name is Aiden and she's nice. fabulous. She's a wonderful dancer. And That's awesome just a brilliant, brilliant person. And I'm, I'm just really grateful. You know, I've got a great family great friends.
0: That's awesome. And, uh,
1: That's wonderful awesome. fans like you Thank who you. keep me motivated and Thank inspired you. to keep going yeah. because some days you really wonder like, should I keep doing this? But right.
0: but then when somebody tells you they're looking for you for a year and they finally found you. I'm
1: <laughs> yeah. like, darn it, I was this, this closure, just, this close, just, leaving <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I love this business i love what i do I, I hope that you know everything i've done um you know i'm, I'm glad to bring the entertainment and some and enjoyment and
0: i'm glad so. that you do what you do as well and i mean obviously I know you from Halloween for the best because I'm a big horror buff slash Scotty. I mean, can you get any more obvious, but uh, I mean, I, I absolutely, I, you did brilliant in that. And uh, I will be looking into getting your book as well. Um, Cause I would like to, you know, keep up with you and everything. And uh, obviously keep in touch. You have my email and uh, I really do thank you for uh, joining me. Um, I was, I'm like, I've been so excited for this interview. I've been looking forward to it since we booked it. So I'm really, really thrilled that we were able to make this happen.
1: Thank you, Scotty. It really was a pleasure. I really appreciate your loyalty and and all your kind words. Awesome. Thank you. Every single word I said was
0: truth, too. So, yeah. Absolutely. You You have a great rest of your day, Kathleen.
1: Thank you. You, too. Be well. Bye.